3: You are listening to The
4: Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, we did it. We made it to Vegas here. It's hour one at the beautiful Fountain Blue Hotel. And yes, people decided to show up for this godforsaken show. Maniacs! Yes, what are you doing? It's early out here. That's the kind of loyal audience that we have. Or they're still drunk. Either way, we'll take you here. Gang's all here, including Fritzy. I don't know if you have aluminum foil on, or is that a sport coat that you're wearing out here? It's my
5: Reynolds wrap Elvis kind of, Vegas kind of. I like it night
4: here. Maybe get a larger size yeah. the next it's time, snug. but a little, little snug. The, tail, you, the can, tail
5: did not help me out here at all. Here,
4: can you? Uh, that'd be a really, really, really young Elvis. Like it, when he was twelve, yeah. he would fit into that. This is
5: like a youth medium at best. Can you?
4: Can you button that? I cannot. Okay, good. Maybe it's good for it's all of us that, that you can. Marvin's He's here. filling the
3: sleeves, though. If you look at the oh, arms, come on, fella. I like it. Let's go. I like kid. it.
4: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Fritzy's here, Marv's here, Seton, Paulie, yours truly, uh, the backroom guys as well. We're at the Fountain Blue Hotel. This is, uh, north of the, uh, on the strip here. They did a wonderful job. Just opened this in December. It is spectacular. We're, uh, out at the pool deck, which, uh, hasn't been seen before until today. So they did a wonderful job. It's not pool weather, but does anybody end up in the pool by the end of the week? That would be my uh, my over under here. By choice. By choice.
3: By choice. Mm, that's the yeah. That's the word right okay. there. Okay, I mean, Marvin. Choice. I'm gonna go Friday.
4: You're going in? No, no, no. I'm betting. Oh, am no, 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 oh, <laughs> I was gonna say? I'll <laughs> right. go Friday. Yeah. All right. Uh, Todd, somebody go in the water.
5: I could see myself slipping into the water bath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, you know, I'm a fragile type, and okay, I get a little klutzy.
3: Uh, Seton? If I'm playing the odds, yeah. I think it's actually gonna be Paul. Paul's gonna end up then. I think Paul's gonna end up jumping in the pool. Okay. Yeah. Now no pressure now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're Friday? Welcome. Uh yeah, I think someone's gonna accidentally. You know, we got
6: that 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 tie rack quarterback set up over there. Yeah. You do a seven step drop, you're going in the pool. That's hmm. okay.
4: true.
3: That's true.
4: All right. All right. So we'll have a uh, play of the day, poll question, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Uh, we have the Golick brothers. Well, at least I call them the Golick brothers. They look you know, similar. Now Big Mike is smaller Mike because his son, Mike uh, Jr., is uh, a little bit larger than him. So the uh, the Golicks will join us. Ross Tucker, our good buddy, will stop by. I'll go in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have a lot of things to get to this entire week here. And uh, as we always do every Monday, no matter where we are, best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Gift bags for all of our uh, in-studio guests, courtesy of Keeper's Heart. Good Ranchers, Miller Lite, the original Louisiana brand hot sauce, King's Hawaiian, and yes, we did bring the Traeger Grills. We don't go anywhere without our Traeger Grills, so uh, Chad is over there cooking up some good stuff this morning. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show, and TireRack.com, as Paulie mentioned, the official tire expert of the DP Show. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan Try the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Full lineup of Continental Tires, special offers, free road hazard protection, mobile tire installation, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We got in on Saturday. I said to the Danettes, no drinking until after 12. And uh, they, I think, abided by that. I don't know. uh, I said no tattoos on the first day that you're here. And please don't make it rain the first day that you're here. We have to make sure nobody gets arrested. I think by all accounts, uh all everybody's accounted for, Paulie.
6: Yeah, yeah. It's pretty tame so far. Some of the backroom guys and us, we we played the table, hit the tables a little bit. A uh, little roulette, little blackjack. Some of us came out ahead. Mm. I'm not going to name names, but uh one guy was up like 250 at one point and was pounding free drinks and he was off <laughs> to a great night.
4: Yeah. Yeah, but once you start pounding free drinks, there's that level of I'm having more drinks and I have less money. So it felt like one of the backroom guys, the more he
3: drank, the less uh, he had in his pocket.
6: I tried to pull him when he was up 250 at the blackjack table, but he wasn't listening. He waved me off.
3: Yes. It's funny. They both follow sort of the same arc where you're rolling at the table and you're like, yeah, I'll have another drink, too. Like they're both (laughs) working perfect. And then they tend to go
4: downhill at the same time. Now, I like to watch people gamble. I like to watch them. If they win money, great. Or if they lose, you know, that's entertaining as well. They don't give you drinks for free. Right. If you're watching somebody gamble. Correct. And I put my hand out, and the waitress said, You're not gambling. (laughs) I said, You're right. You're right. I guess I can afford my own drink here.
6: Yes, Paul. We were over by the uh, Texas Hold'em table, and there's two guys, and they honestly must have been in their 80s. And they were sitting there, and they're playing light hands for very light amounts of money. I start chatting with him, and I, I go, "Can I just watch your hand? I want to see how you guys play it." And I go, "How come you guys aren't really betting?" He goes, "We're just waiting for people like you to sit down at the table." Goes, oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, sucker. They were nice to me, though. They didn't bait me. Yeah. Well, were you a mark? Yeah. Is that what
7: the- they're
4: like? Wait till all the the tourists come in. Uh, yeah. What's the poll question uh, for the first hour of this program?
3: Well, uh, there was a little bit of a bombshell dropped on Friday. Do you want to get right into that, or do you mm. want to save it? Hmm. I don't know, do we save that for the second hour? Because uh, we'll
4: we'll talk a little bit more about it second hour. So the Big Ten and the SEC, kind of quietly on a Friday afternoon, late Friday afternoon, which is usually where stories go to die, where you go, hey, we're going to release this on Friday at 5 o'clock. But this is a big deal, I think. It's the SEC and the Big Ten. They are now buddies, it feels like, certainly with college football. And this leads to what I've said for the last couple of years. We're eventually going to get to 50, 50 schools getting together. So what's the SEC and the Big Ten? If I combine those numbers, Paulie.
6: Yeah, you're, start, you're looking at like uh, 32 teams already. So the SEC and Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, dropped this casually Friday afternoon for the SEC conference. News, SEC and Big Ten announced the formation of a joint advisory group of university presidents, chancellors, and A.D.s, Dan, to address the significant changes and challenges facing college athletics and opportunities to betterment the student-athlete experience.
4: Of course, the student-athlete. Of course.
6: That that's a that is that bomb drop on a Friday. That's like saying, here's the direction of college football. Mm. We're just letting you know.
4: It is. It's the direction. It has to go in this direction. If, you know, they, these players are going to get paid. Uh, they're going to share in the profits here. To what degree? I think that's still to be established. It's almost like all these sports leagues in gambling. They they wanted to figure out what their cut of the pie is. That's where I think we're going to be headed towards college football, is what is the cut of the pie? What do the athletes get? Uh, How many schools are going to be together? And those schools are going to play each other, and you're going to have a model that's consistent with the Premier League or the NFL and I would love to have relegation. That's that's the last thing. I've offered up this format here. I've given you the blueprint. Now give me relegation, and I will be fine. And then I'll move on to my next topic. Yes, Paulie?
6: And if you look at what the SEC and Big Ten, the people who know about college football think that they're going to secede from the NCAA. And the NCAA will revert back to running you know, volleyball and baseball and softball and all the other sports. And there will be an entirely football division of college athletics That's probably run by a guy like Greg Sankey that's partnered with Fox and ESPN. That that's the direction people think it's going to go.
4: But we're eventually going to get back to you're going to play a, a geographical schedule. It could be a good thing. So you're going to have 50 schools, but those schools, you're going to be like, uh, it'll be in the west, it'll be the southwest, it'll be the midwest, it'll be the east, it'll be the south. That's what's going to happen. Almost breaking them into conferences. Yes, <laughs> go figure. By, by location and yeah. develop rivalries? They're going to be divisions, I think, in college football. But uh, Nicole Arbach for The Athletic wrote a big article, big column on this. Uh, this past weekend. So we'll talk to her coming up a little bit later on and find out exactly what what is the time frame here? I think in the next five years, that's where we're going to see something where you go, wow, it's actually here. Things move quickly. Remember the playoffs where I had told you that if they were trying for 2023 and everybody said there is no way you have the bulls and they said it's money. Money trumps everything. And then they said, oh, they'll never break, you know, those contracts. They broke those contracts because <laughs> the amount of money that was there. They tried to do it sooner than everybody thought they were going to. And then here we are, 2024. Now we're going to have that 12-team playoff. They tried to do it in 2023 because all those bowl games, I'm sorry, you know, the Astro Blue Bonnet Bowl or the Pool and Weed Eater Bowl, we have some nice consolation prizes for you. We're talking big money here. Big, big money. That's why... They're going to have that. They're going to get that done pretty soon. All right. Uh, poll question today. What are we going to go with? C? Well,
3: I think we're going to throw up there for the first hour who ends up in the pool because that's probably the most pressing <laughs> okay. issue. Well, is it Danette's, me? or uh, You're in there. Oh, I am? I mean, you're just as likely well, to I... end up in the pool as anybody else is, I, right? I know, I know there's one part of the pool that's heated. Oh,
4: that's just letting you know if I'm going in, I already scouted that is I had a scuba diver come down this morning and I said, hey, would you check out the pool? I want to make sure the depth of it and uh, in case I need somebody to rescue me and the water is warm there. Yes, Todd?
5: What kind of odds can you get for Brent Musburger to somehow end up in the pool? <laughs> Either intentionally or, you oh. know, he oh. slips that?
6: Uh, Mr. Musburger, well, it doesn't go in the pool. He sits
4: poolside. Oh, yes, okay. yes. Uh, the
5: king so, sits poolside. So, so, so you get incredible odds if somehow you said Brent Musburger is going to end up in the pool and that happened.
4: So Brent is going to join us, I think, on Wednesday. Oh, he is. Yeah. Mr. Vegas. Yeah. Deion Sanders is going to stop by Thursday in Joe Montana. <laughs> so, I mean, we got some... Some luminaries is going to stop by, and I'd hate for somebody to end up in the pool. One of our guests. That would be bad. Yes, he didn't.
3: I feel like Dion could actually, because he runs so fast, he could just run, like, skim right across the top. He could just skim right across the top of the pool. Dion walks
4: on water. He does. Yes, he, he does. does. Of course yeah. he does. Yes, he does. So he'll join us uh, later on this week. All right. Uh, what other pool? Co- so aside from the college football, what was the, well,
3: give me the phrasing on that. Well, I was gonna say for college football, five years from now, college football is a completely different landscape or pretty similar to how it looks now. Oh, it's it's gonna be a lot different. Yeah. You think so in yeah, five I, years? I think so. I yeah. think so.
4: These these things it's a, a glacier pace until it's not. Yeah. And then the glaciers are melting All of a sudden, right those logistics are all worked out. Yes. they. Like, no, some, no problem. That's what they're doing right now. It's not like they're going to go, hey, guys, you got to make a decision. Uh, I don't know. We haven't thought about it. No, they're thinking about this right now. Greg Sankey is running college football, plain and simple, the SEC commissioner. Now you want to bring in Tony Petiti who is running the Big Ten. Let's get together. We're the power conferences here. And then you say to a couple other uh, schools, hey, do you want to join us here? Because they're gathering everybody, uh, you know. How many other schools do they really need? And then they're gonna they're gonna break off and say, "This is what this is the model for college college football." Yes, Paul. And,
6: and Friday's announcement is is almost like uh, step two. Step one was getting Oklahoma and Texas, UCLA and USC. Mm. It's almost like you had to fortify your position, yeah. then make your announcement. It's like this announcement was not that shocking. It's just shocking that it happened now.
4: By the way, if you're uh, watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, thank you for downloading the app. Dial up uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Tyler is standing by to take your phone calls this week. Yes, as we always do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend. Oh, you got the new patio put in. That's great. Yes. All right, hold on. Yeah. Now, uh, as Seton said, it's a little chilly here, poolside. And, uh, but this looks like it's a... Uh, like uh Whitesnake? White Snake? when I
3: when I walked onto the set, I was like, Yes. It's when I was a kid, when I was like five or six years old, Motley Crue was my most favorite band in the world. Shout at the Devil was like the coolest song ever. And this was like walking into a Motley Crue video with all the flames everywhere. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Super
4: know what's sexy. missing?
3: Yeah. Women. Right. Yeah. Accurate.
4: Yeah. That's a tradition on our show. Hard to have.
3: Yeah, that's it's true. hard to do girls, girls, girls when <laughs> yes, yes.
4: it's, it's guys, just all guys, guys, guys. Guys, guys. Yeah. Dudes, 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 dudes. yeah. 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 Change change the lyrics here, yes,
6: Paul. It's like a white snake video without Tony Katane. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah, and here
3: I go again. On Nobody
4: my asked own. for that. No one asked for that. No one did.
3: Going down the only
4: road. <laughs> it's how they got a flannel on under it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does look like a music video <laughs> with the, uh, the the flames coming out, the, the fire pits that we have here. Yeah, sick. Yes, Paul.
6: I have a little bit of football news, a little morsel. Oh, actually, it's pretty good.
4: You mean from the Pro Bowl activities? <laughs> the activities contest? We were watching. Okay, okay, so we're watching yesterday, having a beer. And, I'm, I, you know, I just felt like, what is going on in my life? I'm in Vegas, and I'm watching flag football, uh, the Pro Bowl. And I went, God, I used to have a damn good life. Now look at me. There seemed to be I'm more action, I'm with Seton now. and Pauly and uh, having a beer, having some wings, and I'm watching the Pro Bowl. And I don't even gamble. Pauly is like, yeah, I might <laughs> go over there and drop some money. I go, You're not. I used to bet on the Pro Bowl when i was growing up i bet on preseason football red flag so i'm i'm right across the way from placing a bet paulie goes what do you think i go no 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 no." (laughs) like this isn't going to bring me out of gambling rehab like i'm going to bet you know what honey i couldn't my wife was there with us i go yeah i'm not going to come out my wife goes hey i'm thinking about putting a bet on the super bowl and she goes, I'm going to bet on Taylor Swift. I said, hon, she's not playing. She's not playing. She's probably going to win it, though. Yeah, but I'm going, to take, <laughs> I, I'm going to take her team. And I said, okay. And by the way, are the Chiefs now America's team? Have they become America's team? And in 15 or 20 years from now, will we find fans that travel everywhere? Like the Cowboys. If, if you're a Niner fan, it's because Joe Montana. If you're a Cowboy fan, it's because Roger Staubach or Tom Landry. Uh, the Steelers, the steel curtain, like it feels like that formulated our fan base. And then you passed it on to your son or daughter. You pass, then they passed it on, you know, generation to generation. I'm wondering, here's Kansas City. What is it? Six consecutive AFC title games. And they are the most talked about team. They're, they've been the most consistent team. But I don't think the Patriots became America's team. Even though they had an incredible run, I don't know if, if that's going to be lasting where 20 years from now you're going to have Patriot fans you know, in Albuquerque or Schenectady where you're going to go, oh, man, yeah, I became a fan and I travel all over the place. Yes, Marvin? Yeah, and the irony is they're Patriots. After 2001, oh, we are all Patriots. I was like, oh, everyone's
5: rooting for America's team. Oh. And then after Spygate and Deflategate, I whoa, know Whoa,
4: whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm
5: not saying it's right. Too soon to bring that up. Sorry, C. Um, and sorry, 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 everybody else. Yeah. But it was one of those things where people were like, I'm not rooting for them anymore. Those sorry. are all
3: conspiracies by the NFL anyway. You think so? Clearly. If you saw the commissioner this week,
4: because he won't be on our show. No. But if you saw the commissioner, would you say, Kanish? I'd like
3: to talk to you. I would say, who do you need to apologize first to? <laughs> Bill Belichick or Tom Brady?
4: And the, um, who would go in the pool first? Yeah. It might be the commissioner. It might be Raj. Yeah, yeah. It might be Raj. Raj. Don't call him commissioner. Yeah, yeah what's Raj. up, Raj? Until he comes on the show? <laughs> yeah. He's Raj. What's up, Raj? Oh, oh what's up, Goodell? Called yep. Dell. Yes. Yes, Todd.
5: I did try one more time, even though you asked me several times not to, just to give it because it's Super Bowl week. No, maybe. I don't <laughs> want him. Mean, I just tried. I it's Super Bowl week. Maybe come by. Oh, sorry, he's unavailable.
4: I don't want. I don't want yeah. him on the show.
5: I thought I had to do my due diligence. One. You more did.
4: Time. You do always. You're not afraid of you know trying to track down anybody. But you know they should. Uh, that America's Most Wanted. I think you would be pretty good with that. You would track people down.
5: It would be nice to be part of that. Game. Yes. Yes. There's all these unsolved mysteries and people that should be in jail. That yeah. are if there were
6: 25-year-old blonde girls, he'd track them he down. He would sure. track them down. Yeah. He would. You know yes. what? Fair yeah.
3: enough. Yes, yes, I'm just saying, you know how we occasionally have the very uncomfortable experience of having to unbook a guest? Yes. That would be the A number one plus five-star unbooking is if you finally got the commissioner on and then Todd had to email and say, Ooh, sorry, we actually filled up.
4: If he doesn't want to be on, then why do I want him on?
3: <laughs> we're just busy on Wednesday. Oh, You
4: ask sorry. the tough questions. That's I know. what it is. I, you don't ask the softball questions. I know, but it. but you'll have to check with me. There's certain guests that we're not having on for whatever reason. And maybe the final show that I do, then we can you know finally tell people why. But there's certain guests where I just go, no, it just doesn't make any sense.
6: Yes, Paul. Are straight. you telling Todd to email the NFL and rescind the invite
5: in perpetuity? Yes. <laughs> Remember when you said he wasn't available? We didn't really want him anyway. So if he okay, was available, Okay, all right. nah.
4: okay once again. We're in work, he's so. been available. We've been doing this now 17 <laughs> years together since we left the mothership. The commissioner's come on twice. Who was hosting those two times when he came on?
5: That would be Mike Florio and Ross Tucker.
4: Yes. Do you think that's a coincidence that he's been on twice and I wasn't I have to host?
5: believe he just does not want to come out with you. Okay. But and I still asked anyway one more time.
4: And, I, and I'm fine with that. And I'm fine with that. Uh, Paula, you said there was uh, some football news yesterday? I do have a little bit of breaking football okay. news if we okay.
6: have the, uh, the breaking news sounder Okay, here, we, here have we have the... that. Let me see.
4: <laughs> Thank you, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Ready?
6: This is big. Bill Belichick's son accepts the oh, defensive coordinator okay. job at University of Washington. All right. Do you like the delivery? All
3: right. Bill, Belichick. Bill Belichick's son. Oh, I
6: see what you did. He no, got a, really. he got a job though. Great, Stevie Belichick, D.C. Washington University, of Washington. All okay. right, okay. Steve. All right, hey, get, you're good you're gonna, gig. Him and his mullet going to Seattle. Yeah. All right. He had a mullet over for a while. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, like
4: yeah. I like that. I like that.
5: More, okay. Bloop bloop bloop. He had a mullet over for a while. But no, you can't repeat what he just said. <gasps> that's my wife saying I really liked it. I'm just Why don't you just say I really like that? Because I don't have my phone. You can emphasize How an image on a text. Why don't you go bloop bloop bloop? I gave him two bloops. That's more than I usually did. I only give
4: you one. By the way, I I mentioned Bill Belichick to Harvard, to Coach Harvard. Their great coach, Tim Murphy, stepped down after 30 years. I didn't get any traction. Nobody picked that story up. (sighs) We're on to Yale. Yeah. It would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been great. Hey, Bill, you just lost to Yale. Uh, What do you think? Uh, We're on to Cornell. But I think Bill Bill going to Harvard would have been great. Right? Keep an eye on that. Maybe high... As I said last week, I don't think he coaches in the NFL. Head coaches in the NFL. Again, don't think so. All right, we'll settle on our poll question. When we come back, Carrot Top is going to join us. That's how you lead off Super Bowl. Let's week. Go. Yeah. Let's go. Carrot is going to join us here. Now, I don't know, is he bringing props? Because he normally brings props and he, you know, smashes people with stuff. And I'm suggesting Todd. Now, does he Thanks. saw people in half? Because that would be awesome. If uh,
5: <laughs> I, don't, I don't appreciate
4: that. That's not, maybe do <laughs> no, no, he's not. He's going to take a long time to get through he's you. He's a very unique comedian. <laughs> he usually that, has that's well, that's that's not necessary. necessary. That is not necessary. Our segment on Monday. That's that necessary. is not necessary. Chainsaw it's cold, it's dark,
5: it's <laughs> 6 in the morning, this is what you're going to do. All
4: right, let me take a break here. We're just getting started. Once again, awesome audience that showed up here early in the morning. And most of them are still here. I thought we might have lost them there the first couple of minutes. All right. We'll take a break. We'll get to your phone calls as well. Best and worst of the weekend. Busy Monday here at the beautiful Fountain Blue Hotel. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show.
8: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: Hey, gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable a mental wealth podcast. And every week, we will have on leaders from sports, entertainment, like Sean McVeigh, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. We've all been through some sort of adversity. To get to the top, we've all used different tools. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer, and mental wealth podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts,
4: once again i want to thank the great audience who got up to join us here at the fountain blue hotel studio audience all week long Today's Mercedes-Benz interview of the day brought to you by Mercedes-Benz EV. Owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary, it's extra easy. With full remote access to your vehicle from your phone, the vehicle all electric, the feeling all Mercedes. The choice all yours. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQ. It's time for our lead guest of Super Bowl week. We wanted to have on a Las Vegas legend, a pillar of the Vegas entertainment scene, but they were all too busy and wouldn't get up this morning. So please welcome... The great Carrot Top. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, buddy.
9: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Carrot Top is. Oh, yeah, uh, this is what eighteen years.
9: Uh, yes. Eighteen, 18 years, years of-, of the Luxor. Yes. Yes. And I was as- just thinking when you, before your intro, that's absolutely the truth. Everyone would not come <laughs> down here at this hour. <laughs> we like we sleep in at night. I, when I, they asked to do it. I said I'll do it. I'll do it. Did you go to bed last night? Really late. You did. I watched it in the Grammys and then I, yeah, then I, I tried to pass. Okay. pass
4: anyway. okay, so when you were uh, on the Vegas, yes. Vegas scene, yes. When did you decide not to kind of indulge in the Vegas scene? I never, honestly, have. I'm the biggest nerd in the
9: world. I go, to, I go in and out the back door, and do uh, do the show and go home. It's every night. It's six nights a week, so it's kind of taxing. Okay, but a lot of comedians... There's always been time for drinking, gambling, you know, hookers and drugs. <laughs> but uh, that but, but was early on. Not,
4: yeah. in a, not on a regular basis. Not on a regular basis. Did yeah. you ever have... Take a week off. Did you ever have some rough nights here? Yes, of course we did. Yeah. Well, give me an idea. Well, what, you, what's mean, rough early night? on, probably okay.
9: early on, yeah, you wake up, you know, right around showtime. And uh, you're like, oh, rough, you know, come out of that pool, like you said. Um, but you try not to have too many other nights, you know. You, If you want to be a pro and be here ever, you got to kind of take it like a real job. Because people think, oh, you're Vegas, you know. They always make fun of you. Oh, you go to work do an hour an hour a night. Oh, boy, that's rough. But in reality, the show starts in, uh, you know, 3 in the afternoon, getting ready for it, yeah. writing, preparing, and then rehearsing, and then doing sound checks, and the meet and greet, and then the show. So you're there from 3
4: to 11, when did you realize you could make this a career? Just 20 minutes ago.
9: <laughs> No, I swear, I don't know. It happens so fast, right? You just One day you're you're trying to an open mic night and trying to get in a, a, a gig, and then the next thing you know, they're like this is your 18th year at the Luxor, so it goes by fast.
4: Okay, but when did you decide what your angle was going to be in entertainment? Oh, yeah, with the props and yeah. all that?
9: Yeah, I know. I uh, That's how I always tell young kids, you know, is trying to find your voice and find out what is going to be your platform. I, uh, I had no idea. I went up there, and I think my first joke was a neighborhood crime watch sign that I'd stolen. And uh, I walked on stage, and I said, sorry, I'm late. I'm in the neighborhood. I said, how good is crime watch if they're not watching their, their signs? <laughs> <laughs> and so it was, a good, it was a good intro, and it was funny, one, because I stole it. But uh, it was also true because it was true, you know.
4: How much thievery goes on in, uh, in your world? Uh, a lot, yeah, yeah. Is it sampling? Like in music, it's not stealing; it's sampling. You know,
9: that's an interesting question with comedy. I try not to do that. I mean, be honest, I mean, there's always something that's a parallel thought. You know, I I just came up with something with the, the Chiefs and the Forty ers A lot of red, a lot of red. <laughs> so it's it's easy to have like you know a, tr- a Trump face and a a Biden face where they're both red. You know, it's like red, red. I invented red. So um, so uh, right. I mean I totally did. Yeah, there wasn't red before I'd read it. <laughs> but um so he try to come up with stuff that's that's not you know, everyone's doing a Trump joke, you know, but I try to think that might be my 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 parallel to it. I don't know if people thought both his big redhead face. When did you know that okay, I made it? Oh well, you know, maybe maybe the first tonight show, you know, where it's something legit, you know, you they walk you out and they say, you know, you're standing on the gold star where Johnny Carson stood it's kind of a big moment where you think, Okay, I might have I might have I'm not in some bar, some yeah, strip club in Atlanta of, uh, you know, entertaining topless girls. I'm actually on the Tonight Show. Wait, you, know? d- you did stand up acts at strip clubs? Yeah, yeah. I think get, every comic has, has done something like that. You don't all start out at the Luxor, you don't. No, okay. No. Or in the Dan Patrick show, you don't but, start but out. But
4: do the people like yell at you because they want yes. to see the girls? Like, yes, they I got to be me. honest with you. If no, they hated me. They if hated I'm at the me. Gold Club, and all yeah. of a sudden, you're yeah, carrot up there.
9: Yeah, please welcome carrot top. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> I mean, 99 percent of the time when you hear "carrot," please welcome carrot top, a boo comes out. <laughs> so. Why so, is that? Well, <laughs> because they don't want to see me, and I didn't. I didn't want to see me. I wanted to. I wanted to see boobs too. So that was my that was my salvation in a sense of being on uh, at, performing at the at the strip clubs because I had you know, all my props. I'd have a, a a fake pair of boobs, so I would hold them up like, look, I got boobs too, you know. And so they would they would let me live another hour because I would I would say, look, we're going to go to boobs now, boobs now, and then I would do one of my jokes, and then here's boobs again. So, you know, the owner owner loved it. He's like, "I like your creative way of keeping them from killing you." <laughs> so yeah, so who, I tried was,
4: to... who was your model role model there?
9: Oh well, well, George Carlin was probably one of the biggest ever. Um, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Did Ga- you meet Gallagher, those guys? Gallagher was good. Oh, Richard Car, uh, Carlin, Richard Carl George Carlin. Um, was tremendous i knew him real well yeah he had i was i remember i was at an airport in philadelphia and he walked over to me or he was walking towards me and i was walking towards him and i thought ah do i do it do I? am i going to be that guy you know oh,
4: man.
9: do i do it you know so i'm like mr carlin i don't want to bother you but I'm a, I'm a young comic and i just wanted to say hi and he's like good job and it was just like this <laughs> moment where you have where yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, what are you doing, man? I said, I'm just off to another gig like you. And he said, I love that joke you do. That joke with the paper cups and string. Ah, damn it, that's funny. And I said, I said, oh, you know, great. And I'm thinking, man, you knew my act. And the joke was a a paper cups and string telephone. You know, you'd say, hi, what's going on? You've know, had it for years. Well, I, back then I said we need an updated version of the paper cups and strings. So I'd have another cup that came out for call waiting.
4: <laughs> so I said, hold on, I have another call.
9: Yeah, I gotta call you back. I'm gonna call. So the call waiting. <laughs> it, it was good. And then after the, the call waiting, I had three cups for for conference calling. And it kept growing, you know, a, a joke that can keep growing. And then I had then the punchline was the clear cup for caller ID, like I know it's you. <laughs> I'm looking right at you. Thank you, thank you. That's thank good. You. We got a good crowd back yeah, there. Yeah, a good you. crowd there. Do you laugh at your own jokes? Um, no, I don't think any comic laughs on own joke. I laugh at them laughing at the joke. Like if I do if I do a Trump thing and then they laugh, then I I I laugh sometimes with it. Yeah, but if I don't sit and write and just start laughing. You know. but if comics go, oh, that's funny.
4: But I always feel like the when a comedian is trying to lead you that. To laugh at my joke because I'm laughing at my joke. Right, right.
9: Like, yeah, I do that. I mean, I definitely. But if you're sitting in a room for the comics, they usually every comic will go, "eh." <laughs> no, that's, that's that's the typical response. Like, "eh," and that's funny. How do you know when you're funny to other comedians, though? When you because I um, it's competition. Well, right away. I mean, that's the most brutal audience you can have. So yeah, you know, you're in a room with Seinfeld, like you just showed earlier. Yeah. you know, talking to the best of the best. I don't know. Is Seinfeld you throw it the best? Out? Oh, the best of the best. Yeah.
4: Nobody's close
9: to signing. Well, I mean, I think it's I mean, he's in the top ten as far as just the most classical comic stand up, you know. No swearing. It doesn't go blue. No, he's just he's he's has always say, got it. You know, he's got it. <laughs> but Pryor uh was Oh, Richard unique. Pryor was brilliant? When Eddie got up there when Eddie Murphy Oh Eddie Murphy, there's been so many comics that have just been I mean, you know, some of the Dave Chappelles now to the Chris Rock's to the they're just there's always these new guys that are, they're not even new. They're old like me now, but um, that are brilliant. I mean, you know, and that's what's fun about comedy. just like music and sports. It's all it's all different,
4: you know. He's uh, Carrot Top, 18th anniversary of his Las Vegas headlining residency at uh, Luxor Hotel and mm-hmm. Casino. Longest running comedy headliner in Vegas. Good for you. Just got wow. Yeah. Look at that. How- how has Vegas changed since you got here? That's
9: because Penn and Teller. It's the only one talk, so they can't they can't be in the same category.
4: Because <laughs> one been there longer. <laughs> you don't even talk.
9: <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think, How, how's uh, Vegas changed? Oh my God! Well, you know, when I when I first started, I, I, felt, I felt like that old guy. But when I started Vegas at uh, twenty uh, hmm, seven, eight years ago, there was um, ten shows. I mean, you know, there were ten hotels. So you know the MGM Grand wasn't even built yet. So uh, when I started, so it was a. Uh, There's a joke in the show where I say your room's not ready, and I say Are we you cleaning it. No, we're building it. right now. <laughs> we're finished building it. So, so it's in a sense it's true. I've seen I've seen Vegas go. You know now we have the Sphere. You know the Sphere is, you know, a billion lights to make the Sphere. Yeah, you know. yeah. I went to see it the, yesterday. The Luxor one, <laughs> one light. One light. We just a one little light. Yeah. All we need. Yeah, I went to the Sphere Did yesterday. Did you go check it out? Yeah, yeah. i have not yet seen it. I just a beautiful,
4: pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. It's
9: beautiful. Uh, are you going to the Super Bowl? I'm trying. I don't have a ticket yet. And that's not why I came to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just don't That's, a, that's a, good a, good day. To, it's a good. It's a good way to start. You yeah. Know, first day of the week and uh, promoting. It. <laughs> I don't have a
1: ticket. I can get. It.
9: But uh, I don't have a ticket. But I'm doing a lot of promotion. I'm doing a lot of things. I brought you these plants, and I'm doing a lot of <laughs> Thank things. You. Thank you. So. I brought you the uh, fire. Yes, the beautiful <laughs> fire. Yeah, t- and this never get near that. Don't let my... Okay, when did you decide on the. Like, how long does it take
4: you to do your hair?
9: Uh, no time.
4: <laughs> I mean, they, I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. You
9: know, no time. It's just some sharpies. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, I had a lady at my show last night say, I like your old wig better. That just made me laugh. Made me laugh in two ways. Like, well, it's not a wig, too, you know. But I like ch- the old wig better. Yeah, I said, okay. What are you chewing on? A cough drop. Oh, because it's like four in the morning. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, when? When? Like, do you not know? Not like being at four o'clock <laughs> in the in
4: that freezing cold. Oh, come on, stop! You're soft. <laughs>
9: I am soft,
4: I'm a Dolphin fan Yeah, I know. I know, do the Dolphins make you cry Like Darius, Darius Rucker? Cry like Rucker? They do,
9: they do, man every, It's always, yeah hey, next year it's not, not going to be next year Did you, buy into, next them. Year. Did you buy into no, them this show? Okay. not day one I wasn't too a fan from day one And I, everybody was like, oh no, dude I'm like, nope He's soft. He's, He got hurt in the huddle I mean, you know,
4: <laughs> It's not easy to get hurt in the huddle uh, So if anybody out there Would like to take Carrot to the game, yeah, and not the Raiders game because they're not playing
9: this week. So yeah. It's gotta be a yeah. yeah. Somebody, I got Raiders tickets. I don't need Raiders tickets. The Raiders lost in a bye week. They didn't do good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying my shtick out. You yeah, know.
4: you're working. You're working. I'm here. working my I, like it. Yeah, I like it. you're warming up. Yeah, there. yeah. I like
9: my favorite one was I played Detroit, and uh, you know Ford Field, right? some Detroit Ford been a big, they're a big fan base. Yeah, you know Ford Field. Now I said they should, ch- they should get rid of the team. Okay, just get rid of the team and make it a Ford dealership because they would do so much better, right? It really would. And uh, they're like, boo. And I said, uh, <laughs>
4: Well, go figure. And I said,
9: and I, said I, I, I saw your quarterback at, uh, it was when Stafford was playing. So I said, Matthew Stafford was at a bar last night. I swore I saw Matthew Stafford. So I looked at him. I said, I think that's Matthew Stafford. So I bought him a drink. When I gave him the drink, he looked over and he said, thanks. And then... And nice of him, he he gave me a beer. So he threw me a beer and hit the guy next to me. I said, that's Matthew Stafford. (laughs) I told you. I told you that was Matthew Stafford. Wow. And that doesn't go over well in
4: Detroit. No. Okay. Your police escorts here. Okay. Uh, So 18th anniversary. And if you have a ticket, you'd like to take Carrot Top to the Super Bowl. Yeah, man.
9: I'll dress nice. I won't wear this. I'll comb my hair. (laughs)
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the Luxor, you've been extended to uh, 2030. Uh, 30. Yeah, how about that? No, yeah, I know, right? Can I'll be you, dead by can then. Can you last that long? I was going to say. No,
9: I'll be dead by then. But uh, uh, yeah, come before I die. <laughs> it's the come before I
4: die. You come before I her. die tour. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a ticker, you know, ticker. It could mean a lot of things. Could be three more shows. Uh, Monday through Saturday at eight Eastern. Yes, sir. It's great to see you too. You too. All of you guys are great. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Carrot top, everybody. Thank you. you. We'll take a break. Play of the Day is up next. Fox Sports
8: Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to
0: listen live.
2: Oh my
8: god! The play... The play is going play. ...of the day.
5: Brother left side, oh, got, got
8: it, play it, and play it. This
5: is the play of the day. Check this out.
9: Looking for more with 5.27 to play. Harden on the right wing. Dribbles left hand. Rozier in his shadow. Steps back, another left wing. Three, splash! And the foul! The beard is on fire!
4: Not literally. That's courtesy of the uh, Clippers Radio Network, AM570. James Harden, a step back three and one. Clippers with a win over the Miami Heat. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Express Employment Professionals. Helping hire your next pro. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, interviews with unqualified applicants. Move up to the pros. Go to ExpressPros.com. Find the location nearest to you. That's ExpressPros.com. All right. Phone calls, we'll get to those, as we always do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, Big Mike, little Mike Golick will join us a little bit later on. Ross Tucker will stop by. Got a busy guest list the entire week, as you've come to expect from Super Bowl week. By the way, I mentioned, are the Kansas City Chiefs America's team? Will, 15 years from now, we'll find fans from all over the country, all over the world, like you have with the Cowboys and the Packers and the Steelers, Niners, because of what happened in previous decades and maybe you'll have that here's bob costas on cnn
8: with charles barkley and gail king America's team the Dallas Cowboys have had that moniker for a long time and they're still a glamour franchise but they haven't been to the Super Bowl since the mid 90s for a
4: hot minute they were saying Detroit is
8: America's
3: team for a hot
4: minute
8: sentimentally yeah yeah they would have been a sentimental favorite if they got to the Super Bowl and it would have been a great storyline 49ers are a good storyline too but now the Chiefs have been to four the yeah. last five Super Bowls, yeah. they have the best quarterback in the game, even That's though it, there are Mahomes. others really yes. who are really good. He's exciting. He improvises. He's charismatic. Mm-hmm. They've got him. Andy Reid's been around a long time, went to the Super Bowl with Philadelphia and now with the Chiefs. They've got Travis Kelsey and his romance with Taylor Swift. He yes. was a big deal to begin with, and now it blows up bigger. Yes. Plus the State Farm commercials. Yes. You don't have to know a screen pass from a field goal to know something about the Kansas City Chiefs. So
4: that's Bob Costas with uh, Gail King. And yes, he's right. And now it's not necessarily about Andy Reid. It's about Patrick Mahomes being a winner and one day maybe knocking on Tom Brady's door. And then you throw in Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. That brings in fans who wouldn't normally be fans. Or you're going to become a fan because you don't have a rooting interest with the, you know, the Super Bowl. And uh, I find more people... Talk about that. I don't, I'm not rooting for anybody or I wasn't, but I'm now going to root for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I say, why to my daughters? Well, because of Taylor Swift. And I go, okay. I understand that. Yes, Paul.
6: You could almost just on a Sunday look at all the ads, all the commercial breaks, and the marketing people, they want to be in business with Mahomes and Kelsey and Reed because they play to people who aren't even football fans. Yeah. Like you could be not at all a sports fan and know who Travis Kelsey and Mahomes are.
4: Yeah. I think, I think generations, a generation from now, we might look back on this and say that this is where it started for a lot of football fans who uh, you know maybe didn't have a rooting interest. Yes, Paul?
6: You know, if you go back to the 70s when the Pittsburgh Steelers, they win, I think, four Super Bowls in six years. Terry Bradshaw was in Burt Reynolds' movies. Those are the biggest movies in the country. Me and Joe Green was in commercials. I mean, like... Defensive tackles were getting commercials. I, In my lifetime, that's the first team that crossed over where, if you don't know football, you're going to find out who Terry Bradshaw is because you're going to see him on your TV.
4: Well, also you have social media now. If you had social media back then, or the Packers back in the, you know, the late 60s, uh, Joe Namath, what would social media have done to Joe Namath when he won the Super Bowl? By the way, he was at the Fountain Blue in Miami, I think, when he made that Super uh. Bowl prediction. I think so. I think he was at that hotel. And James Bond. There's a James Bond movie where, is that where the guy is cheating at cards or something, and uh, maybe somebody's got binoculars uh, from a balcony? Is that right? I think that was at the Fountain Blue in Miami. Get some of my best research uh, guys on this right here. This yeah. yeah, googling. It's good radio. Just talk amongst much. yourselves. Yeah, yeah.
6: yeah. So Anywho, anyhow, how
4: about that audience out here? Yeah. Oh. Okay.
6: Yes, yeah. yeah, Paulie. I can confirm. Uh, uh, Joe Namath was poolside at the Fountain Blue, Miami, when he made the prediction. Well, and I think was Brent Musburger present for that?
4: I think he might have been a radio, a radio reporter from Chicago. Checking. And Brent will join us on Wednesday. I think he might have been there. So Joe's there in his uh, the lounge chair, and that's when he made his prediction. But I is the James Bond movie, does it like Goldfinger or something? Does anybody? Uh, hello? Is this on? Does anybody,
3: anybody? Yes, Marvin. So Kelsey and Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Marvin. Good. Uh, somebody said that... Uh, I'm just telling the story to uh, get some time. Oh, okay. vamping, Dan, as they say. Oh, okay. Somebody said that Carrot Top looks like if you left me here for 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would end up being. I would become Carrot Top. <laughs> Which I can't say that they're wrong. That's that's very possible that... Wow. I may follow okay? that path.
6: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Paul. In, in almost an instant fashion, Dan, we have the answer for you.
4: Goldfinger, Fountain Blue, Miami Beach, Florida. That was the James Bond movie. See these people in the audience yeah. are seeing what happens. You know, there's no notes here. I'm 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 just doing it off the top of my head. That's all this is. I feel like Namath when he went off the field, and, and you know. Yeah. Fair. You know, yeah. Fair. When they beat the Colts. Yeah.
3: Okay. Anywho.
4: Yeah. Once again, this bonus is coverage. Being.
6: Yes. James Bond's movie Thunderball also had a scene
4: at the Fountain Blue, in Las Vegas. Okay, what's the one where they're the, the guy's got the binoculars? Goldfinger. His... Okay. Right. All right, That's it. <laughs> That's you. That's <laughs> all I ask. I, I, A simple reference to one of the 57 James Bond movies. And we're
3: staying at the Fountain Blue. Did anybody yeah. think? You know, the James Bond movie, the one where he's got the binoculars? Yeah. Whoa, so, how do you guys not know? Should have prepped that.
4: <laughs> Goldfinger. You know, we're working through some things here. Yeah, well, maybe we should work harder. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Hour two on the way, I hope. Dan Patrick show. <laughs>